Now entering Nerdist.com. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. really smooth. Thanks, guys. Let's just start with the maskers. How about that? How you doing, Moon Tower? Moon Tower! Moon Tower! All right, we have three fans here, and uh, I can tell the rest here, like, what did he just do? Why did he do that to open the show? What does that mean? Yeah, maybe there's four of you. I, uh, there's eight and a half waiting outside. <laughs> moon Tower. This is so exciting. The Moon Tower. As you all know, this was the original home of the Moon Wizard. <laughs> I don't know if you're familiar with the Moon Wizard movies, but of course I grew up watching them, and it's just so exciting. It's just so exciting to be at the festival where it all, you know, that kind of honors the Moon Wizard. Uh, you know, there were 56 Moon Wizard movies. And when they first said, hey, come to Moon Tower, I was like, oh, this is amazing. They must know that I was a fan of the Moon Wizard movies. You know, we know that the Moon Wizard grew up in the Moon Tower. And, uh, you know, I remember one of my favorite Moon Wizard movies was Moon Wizard, Don't Mess with the Moon Wizard in Texas. But it's it's great. Um, and I, it's exciting to be here. It really is. It's a thrill. I mean, no one's ever known who plays the Moon Wizard. Uh, there's a lot of speculation on what actor played the Moon Wizard. Some people think it's uh, Sean Connery. Rule number one. How do you know I'm not the Moon Wizard? Other people thought it was Richard Crenna. God didn't make Moon Wizard. I did. That's how to do it takes to survive, to eat things and to make a billy goat puke. Remember one thing when you go out there with Moon Wizard? An ample supply of body bags. Body bags. I've never known who played it. I always thought Carl Weathers played the Moon Wizard. Or maybe Chris Christopherson. But this week, they are starting to shoot a new movie. A new Moon Wizard movie, and uh, they're not going to reveal who the actor is that plays Moon Wizard, but they've sent somebody over from the set. And this is great, because I, I think some of you know I don't always get to interview everybody I'd like to, but this time I'm going to interview something very different, because they're going to send someone over from the set. Maybe we'll be able to find out who the, the, the actor is that plays Moon Wizard. Please welcome from the set of the new Moon Wizard movie, the prequel, Moon Towers. Please welcome the mystery guest. Let's bring him on here, the mystery guest. For those of you that aren't, for those of you that aren't watching at home, a lot of people love to watch. 
lot of you love to watch the podcast. Uh, for those of you who aren't watching at home, the, the mystery guest has come on stage and, and he has a, a, a shirt on his head. And I have no idea who it is. He's now fashioning the. And I'm not going to allow my identity to be revealed. <laughs> because I will get me in a lot of trouble. I did a phone call to Deadpool and I got in a lot of trouble. Here it is. And uh, so I'm wearing a, a woman's small shirt on my head. And I'm using the left sleeve as my window to the world. It's how I see. Yeah. So you have an eye on top. He has a mesh hat on, so maybe he can see through the top. No, no, that's simply for ventilation. <laughs> okay, well, this is I can be... drink beer, but only bottled beer. And the bottles have to be roughly the size of a small woman's arms. <laughs> Imagine that, Cash, a woman with two little beer bottle arms. <laughs> you pop her hands off in a hot afternoon drink down the contents of her arms. What a ridiculous idea. Well, I, I got a lot to tell you about Moon. Now, yeah. The biggest thing is, and you know this, because yeah. we corresponded secretly over email. I, st- I, I created an email solely for our conversation, and it was a Burger Party Wednesday t-shirt at gmail.com. Right, right. You guys can email me there also. That's real. Burger Party Wednesday T-shirt at gmail.com. Yeah, it's hard to remember. It doesn't really. Well, you know, it's we come you know off the, the tongue t- easily. Yeah. Well, you know the T-shirts. Uh, you know, I, I sell these Burger Party Wednesday T-shirts for when you have your burger party on a Wednesday. You want everybody to dress the same. It actually, it almost always makes the burger party more fun. And so that I also started it. Uh, you know. And then the email is also for that. But, uh, you know, I, I, I'm not going to be able to tell you who plays Moon Wizard. And uh, you also... Well, that's why you're you know, here. We, we want to know, at well, least by the end of the episode... Uh, I'm more interested in... Who the Moon Wizard is. They haven't, they haven't uh, decided on a name for, the new for this Moon Wizard. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, so people I, have... You know, yeah. that's, so, that's, I want to get intel on what works with the people. Well, I want to know what the people want as far as as far as what the name of the Moon Wizard is. Yeah. That's what I want, you know. You know, violently moving my head around so that the uh, the armhole moves enough to get little tiny pieces of all of you <laughs> faces flashing about in Austin, Texas. Keep it weird, is what they say here. Yeah, it's weird. It seems weird enough uh, to me. I, I didn't expect this at all. Hey, you're telling I, me. I had no idea what was going to happen with this interview, but this was not what I anticipated. I, I don't know if I would have come to Austin if I had known I'd be interviewing a man with a shirt on his head, not revealing his true identity. What if that man is playing It's really more odd. It's, it's really more odd than comedy, almost. It's an uh, oddity. It's an oddity. Yeah. Moon it's, it's, a a it's a commodity festival. Commodity festival. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Wait. What the? Who the? Where the? I took off that shirt to wipe my brow and I have revealed. Gordon, here's the who the? What the? How the? TJ? Where did it do? Who did it? Who did it? <laughs> 
those of you those of you that haven't heard the show before, this guy has been on the show before. Uh, yeah. It's when I can't get an interview, he fills in. He he does a great job. This is actually I put this guy on the map. It's so good to see you, TJ. How you doing, buddy? Good to see you. so glad I, I wanted somebody that would understand the intricacies of this podcast. For a while I thought, TJ, don't wear the shirt on your head for as long as you just did, but I kept forgetting that it was me that was thinking that, and I was like, Are they, is the audience thinking that? And I can hear what they're thinking. Well, they're putting down what I'm picking up, so... You're drenched with sweat, too. I've never, I've never been hotter. I'm in Austin, Texas. I've been wearing a lady's shirt on my head for the last 15 minutes. Yeah. I turned off the air conditioner and I turned up the heat in terms of commodity. <laughs> I love that. They should call it the commodity uh, festival. They should. The commodity festival. Just shorten it. More what are the up. oddities? I suppose I don't know. this is one of them. I'm feeling, I'm feeling like this is the oddest thing that's happened at this festival. Because the name of it is the Moon Tower Comedy and Oddity Festival. Comedy and Oddity. I haven't seen the oddities. Right, what are the oddities? Do you guys know? Has it, have yeah. any of you seen any oddities? You saw one what? They had a free show one year. Dolphin Boy. Okay, two things I want to talk about. Actually, each of you said one thing. I that was to... a weird heckle, you know. So weird... uh, I've had a lot of heckles in my lifetime. You know? <laughs> Sometimes you get a you suck or get off the stage, but he's like, Dolphin Boy. Also, no explanation. Not yeah. Clear to all of us, sure I guess. How to respond oh, to that. Dolphin Boy. Got it. That's that's the best. Uh, heckle. I don't need to know what he, he does. We all know what yeah. Dolphin Boy does. Yeah. That speaks for itself. And then I like the other the other sound like. Dolphin boy. Like, they had a freak show one year. It's just a boy in the back, like, there were oddities once upon a time. There'll be oddities to come. That's like with the fucking shirt on the head. Try I apologize, I want to apologize Can you... to my uncle, just real quick, yeah. for using the F word. Um, I understand that this has been almost indecipherable to you so far. Uh, it'll get much more bizarre, but hopefully there'll be an opportunity to venerate you. Uh, Ventilate them? Venerate. Yeah. No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to cut holes in Listen, my great uh, uncle. The main thing. <laughs> the main thing I want to. You'd be crazy if you think I'm cutting holes no, in my great uncle. Not again. Not again. I, here's the thing, TJ. I want to know. Maybe you won't tell us the name of the actor that's going to play Moon Wizard, but what, what is the name of the movie going to be? Because some of the older you know, names, people have been sending... I don't remember all the names of the movies. There was a Moon Tower 5 by the Nancy Grace of God. <laughs> she is uh, a bad person. There was a... She does bad things. She's a fear-mongering sort of... Yeah, there was a... Like moon... a divining rod in a culture that believes in her magical... Bullshit. She's a she's a terrible person. She looks like a dog. Uh, maybe you could do the rest of this. She looks like a dog cried onto an already dead other dog. Yeah. Yeah. She looks like a funhouse mirror looked into a funhouse mirror and got a, a true and clear reflection of how twisted and gnarled yeah. it is. Yeah. She's a gnarled, twisted soul. And when we started doing this show, I said. I don't want to put down any celebrities or famous people. That's not what this is about. This is going to be People Magazine. No gossip. Except Nancy Grace. <laughs> Let's rip her a new asshole every she, episode. Because she's a terrible, she's devilish horrible. person. Yeah. And she needs to be stopped. She's like... Uh, 
She's like if like uh, you know, there's all these Greek gods, there's all these Olympic gods. She's like if the I think it was Hades, you know, the god of the underworld or whatever. It's like he opened up his buttocks and sat upon a human's face and shit out all of the awful things that are below the earth and that will come for you when you return to hell from whence you came. He just shit on all that. Then he got off a well-paid contractor who is a trustworthy guy went over and put epoxy over that that sort of Greek god fecal matter, and it, and it held, and it set, and then they gave her a TV show. Um, I, I, look, I just want to know the name of it. Here's some of the other... She looks like a murder scene okay. from okay. years ago, right. revisited by the victim, and the ghost of the actual murderer gets fist-fucked by a trash can, but not a real trash can, a haunting ghost of a trash can that was in a previous murder of a hobo where it swallowed him up because he set it up a fire within it. She's just, she's not good for the health of our culture. Okay, so... She looks like a stormtrooper after a house fire. She's a real fan of the show. I won't uh, even say. I won't even say you're. You know, you're a fear-mongering, terrible person who's trying to push yeah. an agenda of fear and yeah. hatred and all the awfulness that is humankind upon all of us. I won't say any of that. I'll just be like, you look like a stormtrooper after a house fire, <laughs> and she'll be like, they're raping all the senior citizens. They are. They'll do it to you. They'll do it to your mother. <laughs> Everyone's raping the elderly. <laughs> Don't think about meaning or creating values in your own life. Because eventually, in that nursing home, the nursing home's rocking. Don't come and knock it. <laughs> and there's probably an earthquake for a structure that size to walk right <laughs> Well, I'm glad I uh, brought this up. Uh, the uh, the Nancy Grace. Here's some other Moon Tower uh, movies you may have seen. Uh, Moon Tower Six, Yentl. Uh, Moon Tower Eight, Too Many Moon Towers. I wish they would do that with Fast and Furious. Yeah. Fast and the Furious. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, how about Moon Tower Eleven? Enough! <laughs> uh, then there's Moon Tower 12 and a half. Uh, how about this? Moon Tower 15. Moon Tower 14. Take a break. Moon Tower 13. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> is that real? Did someone send that in? I wrote that one. That's amazing. <laughs> what is it? Do the whole run? Yeah. Moon Tower 15. Moon Tower 14. Take a break. Moon Tower 13. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Uh, Moon Tower 16, Body Bags. So these are some of the Moon Tower movies. What's the, uh, oh, how about this one? Moon Tower 18, Moon Tower Comes Home for Christmas. It is. I would be so much more It's my favorite moment in the history of the show. Daddy came home for Christmas. And TJ denies he said it. I don't remember saying such a thing. (laughs) 
Because they don't have any People kids. Send don't come home People oh. send me the audio. People send me the audio. I do have three. Uh, I have three kids living in a well in Nebraska. In a well in Nebraska. <laughs> and I visit them. I visit them annually. Uh, sometimes biannually, which I found out means every two years. So. <laughs> I went for that. You, you know what? I, you know what I think we should do. I like that guy, Cash. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I I like that guy. He's got a spirit ever, about him. Have you ever aggressively got a spirit? Have you ever aggressively told someone that you like them? Because it's very uncomfortable, but you're being very positive. I thought I I like something about you, buddy. Well, I've been doing I don't know if it's your energy or your fucking haircut. I like you. I'd been, hang out with him. I I've, I would see yeah, the back of a like pickup truck and drink beers with you. I I like. I will do that. <laughs> I like congratulating people and just not knowing them. Just saying, hey, and when you say goodbye, instead go, hey, and congratulations. <laughs> and then walk away, and for the rest of the day, they're like, what did he, what did I do? But yeah, it gives them a little bounce in their step, you know? No one's going to be like, about what? They're just like, oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, he's an animal. That guy's an animal You're right an there. Animal. You're an animal. Cash likes to ask what, what animal. He'll, well, he'll picture the animal he wants to picture. He'll like picture like I don't know, dolphin boy, or you know, it's your animal. Yeah, or like a mermaid or something. I'll picture like a sea barnacle. It's kind of a win-win. But what kind of a what kind of animal would you be? You're an animal. What animal were you? A hedgehog. A hedgehog. Okay, that's not that didn't fit I into like my that guy. Yeah, that didn't didn't fit into my uh, idea of what he was going to say. I, uh, I had he could have said numerous animals. I could have had a joke for it, but hedgehog wasn't something I'd ever, ever heard before. I'm going to have to ask you to leave, sir. I, uh, have you ever awkward. had someone say hedgehog? Never said anybody say hedgehog before. But you know what? That brings us to uh, now. You know where, now you can hedge you know your bets. You know what I'd like to do to talk about this situation? I'd like to uh, start our show off. We just do this sometimes with a section we like to call Triple Banger Lightning Round. We appreciate you. How many people do listen to the show? My round of applause. How many people didn't even wait for me to say round of applause and raise their hand? They're supposed to clap. And how many people have never heard the show before ever? It's got to be kind of confusing. I think what you're going to do is you're going to leave and you're going to go, what the, what was that? What happened? What is the moon wizard? But hopefully in some And then you'll go and you'll listen and then uh, maybe half a person will stick around and listen for more. What do you think? We have 12 and a half listeners. I don't think. We have 12 and a half, that's true. 12 and a half Exactly 12 and a half listeners. We we change a life every episode. Uh, Change someone's life. And every uh, 10th episode we uh, uh, ruin Ruin a life. life. Yeah. You could be one of those people. You never know who it is or which episode it's going to be. Yeah, but someone. You're you're rolling that fucking dice every you are. time you listen. It's that risky a show. It really is. And we're in stereo Cash. now. We're actually uh, we're doing this in stereo. Yeah, that's yeah. Thing. Did you guys know we were doing it in mono? Yeah. And we got the we we found out it's they have gonna, the technology. They do. It's going to go into both ear holes now. It's available inside both. We can do both of your ears. Yeah, and if you watch both eyeballs right there. But uh, it's exciting. Watch the podcast, they'll watch the little icon on the. What happened? <laughs> what? Just went to one speaker. Are you serious? Yes. Oh, so they were playing a joke on us, those audio wizards back there? <laughs> you audio jokesters, I will slit your throat. 
Some people watch the uh, they watch the little icon go and the the numbers Cross the screen. Down. So a lot of people watch the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Triple banger lightning round. Question one. Question, question one. one. Cowboy hats. Sombrero with a cleft chin. <laughs> Chin of a hat. And I've been talking about this a lot lately. For instance, you know, your hips are actually just leg shoulders. Yeah, that's true. That's real. Your knees are your leg elbows. Leg elbows. We've talked about that. Yeah. Your moon is actually your wizard. Your wizard or your tower. What do you think? I, I mean, think the, a cleft. Chin I, on a hat would be sort of. A chin of the hat is mm-hmm. the brim, right? Yeah. I thought I thought we'd see more cowboy hats in, in Texas. Austin? I was a little surprised. Not in Austin. Not in Austin. So vehemently trying to be like, uh, uh, this isn't Texas. <laughs> yeah. This is Austin. Right. We're different. We keep it weird. We're here. odd here. We're we have odd. Pedicabs. I know you want to talk about that. It's yeah. Like, well, we've got plenty of people working as human slaves. Only in the sense that you're like, right. take me to my uh, my destination, boy. <laughs> We're going to move along then to that triple banger. Pedicabs, where's my buggy whip? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You're essentially without a buggy whip. That's yeah. it. Our pedicab... Uh, pedicab... Pedicab <laughs> drivers. Hey, hey, listen. I, I, this is truth. Last South by Southwest. In a pedicab, I got pedicabs. You got crabs. Pedicabs. That's when you get crabs in a pedicab. No, no. It was pedicabs, not pedicabs. Because I got crabs from a girl who sort of convinced me to have sex with her so that she could get back at her boyfriend. Basically for a very petty reason. Yeah. It was a petty cab. So it was petty, petty crabs. Petty crabs. Was a petty I got in the petty cab. I gotta tell you, that was a bad summer. No. Can I have another no. beer? I, uh, are petty cab drivers allowed to uh, shit in the streets? Is it, uh, I think they should be allowed to... You're right. If you're being treated like a horse, why not get the benefits? Yeah. Is it rude to give a pedicab driver a, a carrot? Is that rude? Is it strange to get a pedicure in a, a pedicab? Mm, yeah. Is that rude? That's a double Where does the pedicurist That's a double uh, sit? Bit. I think on his back. <laughs> think about that strange social interaction. You can pet a cab, pedicab driver, though. You can pet them. Have you done that? I do it sometimes. I'll sort of give them a little pat, and then I'll be like, what happened? I'm like, I don't know. Now, I'll be honest. I feel very guilty uh, riding in pedicabs. You do? Yeah, I just feel bad. The guy's up there really working hard, and I feel makes me feel lazy. Because there are bicycles, you know, especially in an area like this where you can rent your own bicycle, but to actually have somebody else do that. For you. Yeah, for And you. to say... It seems sort of... Oh, thank you, sir. And to say... You know, you're sort of, I mean, it's, it's one step above a rickshaw. Yeah. And we, we wouldn't have a rickshaw in Austin. I don't think we would have like a... One girl goes, hey. When it comes down to it, you got to fucking run. I'm trying yeah. to work on my phone. Yeah. Hedgehog. Hedgehog's like, I'd do it if I had to. Okay. I, I like the... Uh, I really enjoy... Hedgehog. I enjoy the, the idea of a buggy whip. And a person on a bicycle, and and I, everything that we've said. I would love to just once see a man in a pedicab with like a pedicurist sitting on the back of another man bicycling, 
while you're getting all that, and then the, the person bicycling is just shitting into the street. Like, I'd like to see all of that happen, and then there's, like, 90s rap playing. Yeah. That's what it always is, as they go by. Yeah. And people pick their pedicabs. Are you playing the music that I find ironic tonight? <laughs> I may choose you to manually take me to where I want to go. <laughs> it's good, though, for drunk driving. People, yeah. I'd rather people were, were bicycling other humans around. <laughs> you know. That's true. Yeah, I'm going to go back to the to the uh, cowboy hats, which are sort of a poor man's uh, sombrero. Uh, are cowboy hats sort of a disadvantage in a in a limbo contest? Do you think? Like, a, I think they should have. I think you should have to wear a, a cowboy hat in limbo contest. Or if you've got a cowboy hat on, the limbo has to handicap for that. So they've got to give you another inch or two, the length of the brim. Yeah. But you're right. Sombrero, at least you can put. We talked about this. You can put. You put chips and dip. Yeah. And chips around the top. It's not going to fall out. Right. Cowboy hat. What are you going to do? You can't rest a beer on it. You can, you yeah. Can, it's it's not, not as useful. Avocados on either side and a fucking knife in the van and say I'll get to it later. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, what are you going to keep whole tomatoes in the back? They're going to roll right out the back. (laughs) Triple Anger Lightning Round, question two. Question two. It's useless when it comes to guacamole, is what I'm saying. It is. It doesn't work at all. Question two. The Rio Grande. Is it the Rio Grande or the Rio Grande? It's the uh, Rio. Grande. Grand. The Rio Grande, Texas's syphilitic urinary track. I think the people have spoken. And it is clear that that is a dirty family secret of Texas. You know, you know the Rio Grande got that way. How? Petty crabs. <laughs> I don't know much about the, the Rio Grande. I, I do know Barton Springs. I've been there before here in Austin. I love that place. They have this little creature. Well, they have this little creature that lives on the bottom of the uh, of, of the, the springs and lives there. And it's the only kind in the world, right? What, what's it called? Huh? A what? An albino salamander. And that's this is the only place they have that, right? Right here in Austin. It's a very rare species. And you can put your goggles on, you go down to the bottom, and you see... You'll either see that or you'll see the uh, dolphin boy sometimes. <laughs> dolphin boy's down there. And then up on the shores, there's a hedgehog that walks around. <laughs> dolphin boy's been there for years. What's he doing? This thing. <laughs> this, this, this triple banger had an extension. Uh, so uh, Oklahoma, uh, or Texas, Oklahoma's wacky downstairs neighbor... Not wacky. Oklahoma's just like, hey, I just want to tell you, like, it's talking to Colorado or something. It's like, hey, I, my downstairs neighbor, I just keep hearing the sounds of like cleaning a gun and cocking a shotgun. And he's just muttering to himself something about, keep it weird, keep it weird. Keep it as weird as you can. Stay weird. And it's just the sound of, of bottle caps being opened and a woman screaming. Uh, I love Texas. It's great. I want to ask you, how about this one? Cowboy boots. 
who says men don't look good in heels? <laughs> okay, how about this? How about this? Because <laughs> really, it doesn't. It, it really is just heels for men, isn't it? Cowboy. Uh, let's put some metal on the end. No, it'll no. It's a shit kicker. That's what I call it. It's a shit kicker. No, it's high heels for men. Uh, how often does a cowboy just said, "These heels are killing me"? It's cowboy boots. Yeah. Look how the boy scoots. I like that. It's easy to slip in those things. It is. What are the spurs really for? The spurs are to make the the, the the heel part. Yeah, they spur some discussion. They do. But now you look at somebody and go, hey, nice spurs, dick face. What are those tiny pizza wheels? Why don't you go fuck yourself? I'm from fucking Denver. You're gonna cut little pizzas with your heels? You Italian maniac? abuse. Right? They are. They are for horses. And, and guy, some of these guys, they got spurs on their goddamn boots. They don't own a horse. It's like, it's like putting a spoiler on the back of a Nissan. It's actually pretty cool looking. You know, it improves it. shows you care about your car. Hey, okay. Take your cue from Texas. Take pride in what you're doing, even if it's Totally ridiculous. <laughs> Triple Banger Lightning Round. Question, Question three. three. Question three. Three. Hedgehogs. The missing link between monkey and man? No. I changed that one. It was going to be armadillos. Armadillos. I think armadillos are the funniest creature. To me, hedgehog is the next step in the evolution of man. That's, that's the next step. Not the missing link. No, no. The next no, step. There's no linking. We'll solely be seeing the ancestors of Hedgehog and all of his offspring. We need to protect the endangered Hedgehog. Are, do you think armadillos are the missing link between humans and reptiles? What do they even look like? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. They're weird looking though, right? They don't yeah. look like anteaters. They wear spurs. Don't they? Don't they look like Only a stormtrooper and sort of been run over by Nancy Grace's ego? They look a lot like Nancy Grace, don't they? Nancy They're Grace that looks skin. a lot like them. Don't insult the armadillos. Right. That's that's an old one. I'm going to start an adopt a dillo campaign. Adopt a dillo? Yeah. I do that. Viva Dillo. Viva Ladilla? Yeah. They're beautiful animals. They really Adopt are. a Dilla. Donate to a Dill Adoption Agency <laughs> today. <laughs> Let's do one more. Let's do the uh, Tripping Lightning Round Auxiliary Stop. I want to get into that, uh, but I do want to see if yeah. you've ever gone to a Dilla dealer. Yeah. To buy a Dilla. <laughs> and an armadillo dealer. Go yeah, and buy a Dilla and you just yeah. go, hey. So what kind of what kind of deal is we dealing with today? Am I gonna get a deal or what? Because I haven't. Actually, you know what? Let's move on to where were you? Where were you? When you weren't wherever you are now. Where were you? Valid question. Well, we're we're in uh, we're in Texas. 
We don't were mess Texas. with don't mess with Texas. That's the slogan, right? Yeah. Uh, although this is the odd part of it. Oklahoma's part is uh, uh, it don't please don't mess with Oklahoma. It's such an aggressive <laughs> it's such an aggressive uh, slogan for a state, isn't it? I think this, the slogan was going to be "Who the fuck you looking at?" That kind of is. They wanted to say yeah. that, but it, at the time that they yeah. came up with it, you couldn't put that on a t-shirt. Yeah, or, or that's what your sister said. Or that's a pretty. That's yeah. That's fucking Dallas. <laughs> Dallas is like that's what your sister said. Houston's just like I'm rich, bitch, and I got a ton of land. Get the fuck out of here, Texas. Do I have something on my face? <laughs> is that is that a thing that's like who are you looking at? Yeah. Do I have something on my face? <laughs> Take a picture; it'll last longer. <laughs> But you can't say to somebody aggressively, hey, do I have something on my face? That's true. That's not that aggressive. That's, that's Arkansas. Arkansas, do I have something on my face? Texas, who the fuck you looking at? Arkansas, do I have something on my face? Why are you looking at me? Oh, my God. God, it's like South Dakota. Is there anything in my teeth? Nebraska, your shoes untied. <laughs> Kansas, don't mess with us either. <laughs> Mississippi, forget everything that happened earlier. <laughs> Alabama, where are we again? South Dakota, I'll meet you behind the church at 3 o'clock. <laughs> North Dakota, cool, I'll bring the weed. <laughs> Twenty-three more times. <laughs> Montana, come on, I'm, I'm cool. Why don't you guys come up here more? There's a lot to see. It's good weather. I guess there's hang gliding. You've seen the commercials. We're not desperate. Yes, we are. <laughs> Florida, give me your lunch money. Cuba. <laughs> Like, uh, so we're in Texas, right? Wisconsin's so drunk right now, it's still trying to come up with its state stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's like, should we tell them about cheese curds? <laughs> but you know what? That's not all we are. Fuck them. <laughs> you ever been to Economowoc? It isn't even a real name, but it's a real place. <laughs> I feel like Nevada. Illinois. <laughs> Your shoes untied. Steal it. Um, what about Nevada? Uh, Nevada. I think Nevada is just. <laughs> I was just in Nevada. I, I I was just in Nevada. There's more billboards of lawyers pointing at you, looking like magicians, than any other place in the country. Don't trust a lawyer that looks like a magician is pointing at you. Need some legal advice? Pick Don. He's <laughs> got a bird, too. It's Parrot. It's on his shoulder. It's like, call Greg. That really... And then what is... Does anybody... Can anybody explain the tooth extraction advertising campaign nationwide? Have people not seen this? It's just like a person 
with a Photoshop tooth not in their mouth, and it's like, dental extractions, $2.99 a tooth. What? What do, you, what do you mean? It's just a number. It's just like, call up. Maybe we put them in. Maybe we take them out. We're the tooth doctor. Call Don. Um... So, yeah, I was in Nevada. I was home, too. I wanted to tell a quick story. I wanted to, we haven't talked in a while. As you know, we, we, you were in Dubai and a bunch of other places. And um, so we haven't seen each other in like a month. And I just wanted to tell you this quick story about your, one of your, your, your uh, godsons. But Chance was at school. He's about four years old. It was Chance show and tell. Godson. And I went. It was like, bring your dad. It's like, man, it wins your godson. I was just trying to be nice. But, um, but so, so he's, he's at school for uh, show and tell. And the kid before show, Chance, uh, he brought a, a, a bearded dragon. And I'm like, and the kids are going nuts, this and kid before Chance did. No, it's a dragon. It has a beard on it. It's like a giant iguana, okay? And I'm like, and the kids are going crazy. They're like, oh, my God, a bearded dragon. I'm like, how, how the fuck is Chance going to follow this? Uh, right. Some kid brought in. It was an actual lizard. Yeah, a real one. Okay, that's and an like, important. And I didn't know what. And I didn't know what. She, yeah, because I was imagining like he had put a little tiny beard on a, a dragon figure. No. You know, dragons. No, it's real. Dragons traditionally are considered mythical creatures. No, it's called a bearded dragon. It's like an iguana. I know that. It's it's it's. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I saw the third Moon Wizard movie. Anyway. <laughs> The antagonist was but it's it's about this big and it's it's the kids are going crazy and they're all touching it and stuff and like they're freaking out it's a real I'm like how the fuck is it going to fall out? I didn't know what chance my son had brought to the show and tell I'm like oh shit <laughs> and I look at my wife she's like oh. and uh, my son goes up there and he's just got this this piece of paper and I'm like yeah. and it just says D it just says uh, M on it and that was it just M I'm like oh shit and everyone's like, what? And he's like, M. And she was like, well, how, what does this mean? And he goes, well, it's the first letter for megaphone. And he pulls out from the bag this megaphone. And he reaches in and he just starts going, Dishai-shai! Dishai-shai! Sushi Diet Coke! And the kids were into it. It was of course, awesome. Of course, it's a megaphone. It's a megaphone. It makes your voice... It's like this, I've what owned, we're doing right now. I've owned so many megaphones in my life. You can buy them at Radio Shack. I've owned like six of them. They're a lot of they, fun. They break. Well, what you can do is the, the, the Radio Shack one has the little PA speaker that you can take off, and it's on a cord. So I used to wear it. It has a shoulder strap. I used to wear the megaphone sort of down here, so that it was kind of on my side. It was like I, I brought it down almost to fanny pack level. And I would wear it sort of slung over my shoulder, and I would use that little PA, and you could just talk to people who were across the street, yeah. and it wasn't clear how you were amplifying your voice. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Megaphone's perfect. It's and I like, That's a good... That, he's a real showman to say... I know. He, he underplayed it, and then he pulled it out and just started screaming into it. See, I would. And, I uh, carry a, a, a bearded dragon in my car, just in case you need to follow All somebody. All the time. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I do. I do a lot of show and tells. I want you to tell. I'll audit an elementary school class. Yeah. I'll audit like homeroom. I wonder just if there for are a few months. Yeah. Do the shows. Do the tells. I wonder if get there's the any. Out of it. Well, I wonder if there's any professional show and tellers. You know. They just kind of travel around, you know, show up at different preschools. You know what would be fun is uh, I encourage all of us to try this. 
Like, you know how you have drunk board game night, or like you party and you all play board games? We should do like show and tells. Like, it's like a book, it's a book club, but you bring whatever you want and you just talk about it. Yeah. And there's like, and there's wine there. That's what human beings are like. They're like, uh, they have to drink so, they, they need to drink so much that they have to like come up with reasons like what about a Tupperware part (laughs) where we show each other how to use Tupperware and then we buy it from Sarah and we don't really want to but she brought the wine and I hate my husband (laughs) well that's the thing do you think so what did you say again the lip sort of closes down automatically (laughs) do you Do you think the first mail-order bride was really just an elaborate show-and-tell? Well, I I don't know if it really happened the way people think. I I think someone just had a show-and-tell, and and then they ordered a bride so they could talk about where they got her. I mean, that that would be... That's that's tough. Like, you bring in your mail-order bride, and you're like, look what I bought. It's a human from a place with a worse or economic That's why it's so terrible. That's why it's so terrible. That's why you know, things get really real on the show sometimes. My, my, We're exploring my, some pretty deep issues, and I think I just ruined a life. My, uh, my uncle, I was going to show this podcast to my great uncle, but now I have to find, he can't hear me say face fucking concept of a trash can. <laughs> but uh, what, uh, a, di- a more distant family member, a fairly distant family member, has a mail order ride. He's married to a woman that is from... She doesn't speak hardly any English. She's from, like, um, the Ukraine. You really do have a family member that has a male order. Yes, and they have a child together, and they don't have anything in common, and he's kind of like a... He's a nerdy, weird... He's a weird dude. We were listening to music, and everybody was drinking, and he got pretty drunk, and we were sort of dancing, like Kate and I were kind of partying and you know my cousins are there we're having a good time and then Weird Science the song came on Pandora like for no reason at all and we all like kind of were laughing like you're a weird science like this is crazy you know stop talk a little bit and we turn around and he is fucking dancing he was getting down to Weird Science like you could feel it viscerally affecting him this song that's like Weird science. <laughs> so yeah, he has some serious issues, and one of them is that he married a person that he can't talk to. That's always yeah. Well, I guess people a... do that in Ohio all the time. Hell, they do it nationwide. Yeah, it's not. We have relationships with a lot of people we can't talk to. Yeah. <laughs> It's not ideal. It's not, not ideal. ideal. <laughs> That's my favorite part of the show right now. It's not ideal. That's one that I've been saying all the time. Yeah. I'm in real situations. Not, Police officer is like, how are you ideal. doing? Are you okay today? I'm like, this officer, not ideal. <laughs> right now, for what I'm trying to do, this is yes. not ideal. I was like my to, mother, can I talk to you right like, now? Are you free? Yeah. I literally said to my mother, well, I can't. It's not ideal. This is not ideal. <laughs> Some people uh, be like, don't you think this is, is such a great chair? This is almost the platonic form of the platonic 
concept of a chair. And I'm like, nah, not ideal. <laughs> it's not the ideal. I that want was you to a stretch, and it came to well, me terribly. I want, I, want, I want you to tell us about, you told me the story last night, and it just cracked me up, um, about something that was not ideal, that the show that you had in Detroit, it just, it really... It Platonic really ideal of a terrible situation. I just, so I'll, I'll tell you, yeah, yeah, I'll tell you. Well, well, just tell us about what happened in Detroit. Imagine that joke that I just did, the, the sort of philosophical platonic ideal joke. Like you see it, imagine like your reaction, which was generally like, oh, I guess that's, that seems like something, but it's not like a funny thing yeah. or anything like that. I don't know why he's saying it, but I'm, it's bemusing enough for me to stay engaged. Yeah. Imagine an hour of that at the MGM Casino, MGM Grand Casino and Hotel in Detroit, Michigan, at a fundraiser for Next Gen. The Jewish Federation for the Rebuilding and Revitalization of Detroit, Michigan. <laughs> At 10 p.m., following a gospel choir. <laughs> so that, that was the situation. That show was so bad, as I've told you. Yeah. Well, the whole story, just quickly, is... So they hired me to come out there, and I mean, we'll talk about what I just said in terms of all those components. But in addition to that, there was like a VIP meet and greet, and when I got there, I started to realize that no one knew that I was a stand-up. Like they, they just sort of hired me. They're like, "That's the fucking stoner fat clown from Silicon Valley. Let's take pictures with him. We're rich." And so I came and I take pictures with like a hundred people and everybody's like, hey, what's your, how long would it take you to jack off everybody in this room? <laughs> what's your tick to the floor? <laughs> My cousin's in a startup. It's, it's spot on. Which I, I do. I love all that. But it's like, it's hundreds of people doing that. It's a lot of like very like shitty people. A lot of them girls being like, no, take another one. I just want one more. Yeah, I know you're lying. We waited too. Just take another one and don't make that face. That it was a lot of that. Yeah. And that happens too. People say that sometimes. It's like that's actually my face. That's the. That's that how is, I smile. What do you mean, make that face? That is my face. Okay, let's. Your shoes untied. Get the fuck out of here. Sort of, so, and then a lot of people are like, hey, if you want to smoke after, we're going to this club, we're going to do this thing. People are just very, generally very nice. It's all positive stuff. Right. But then you go on stage. I go on stage. We talked about this. My favorite part. Just a show recently, which is he, in the beginning, I, I was like, you know, this, it was a thousand people yeah. in the banquet hall at, yeah. at the MGM Grand Casino and Hotel Resort in Detroit, Michigan. It's a thousand people. I'm like, I'm going to go up there and talk little bit about Detroit, like joke around, my flight, all that stuff. So I start doing that, and it is immediately clear that they do not want to hear anything but material, okay? So I'm like, okay, I'm going to quit riffing, now I'll get into the material. I start. Plan B, yeah. First, my opener, which is bulletproof. It's almost, it's as close as you can come to bulletproof. I can say I can bomb for like 10 minutes in a comedy club and then do the opener we're right back on track I do my opener it is immediately clear nothing they want nothing to do with that type of humor (laughs) with me as a person 
it seems yeah. that I've offended them and that I've made a categorically imperative mistake coming yeah. onto their stage. But you still, you still got okay. So you're, you're like, okay. We got other yeah, stuff. I got other options. Fine, I could, I could, I could riff. I could do this or that. Because sometimes you know the right crowd. off the bat. Sometimes you know right off the bat in the first like thirty seconds, you're like. This is a really bad situation. Or you're like, it's going to be I'm hard. I'm going down. It's going to be hard. I'm in a death spiral. This is going to be hard. Yours recently was a... Cash described it as, I had two options. I had doing terribly, awful, the yeah. worst that I've, I've ever done on stage, yeah. or a death spiral. <laughs> and you kept it out of the death spiral. Yeah, I, like I pulled out the death spiral, but I was still... I was like, it's, you know, we're, it's, this is going to be tough. They're going to be tough. So I go into the crowd. I go to Riff in the crowd, and I go... I, this guy who was really nice, and I go, hey, Dave, what are you, you know, uh, this yeah, guy's like, Ladies, take a break. Dave, what you, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Dave, stay with me. Ladies, take a break. Dave, you'll know what I'm talking about. And so I go to this guy, and I go, Dave, so, you know, what are you doing? What are you doing right now? And everybody around him puts up, this is real, those little tongue depressor sticks with a picture of his face on it over their face. So there's, I'm like, Dave! And then everyone puts on a Dave face, and now there's like seven Daves. And they all go, Dave! And I am like, what the fuck? How contextually, how could this be? And then I'll save you the whole, it's a very funny story, but I'll save you the story about that, which just ends in me stopping talking to Dave, because it's clear that Dave is unemployed, Okay, forced these people to come to this event, and they had the faces to like lift his spirits because he's doing so terribly. And the other people, like the of this community, don't like Dave. So he has his friends, and everyone else is like, "Why the fuck is he talking to Dave?" So that made things worse. So that's worse. So then I go back. All right, I'm like, okay, I'll go back. I'll do. I'll do some material. It was almost like when the guy yelled out, "Dolphin boy!" Yeah. But if it was that, didn't know how to respond. I I just and then so then I'm like, okay, well, you know what? I'll just do some accessible material. I do a couple things. They work a little bit. I'm like, oh, great. It really ended up being like a cat toying with a mouse before it kills it. Because then I was like, all right, I'm gonna do little absurdist stuff. So I did some of that. They hated that. One person very loudly turned to the other. This is my favorite goes, part, yeah. One of them goes, goes, what is he talking about? That happened once. Another time, a girl. This is my favorite. A girl. This is it. Yeah. I look. I make eye contact with a girl in the audience, front row. She just looks at me, shakes her head, looks at her watch, turns to her boyfriend, hits him with her elbow, and makes a face like, "Why the fuck did you do this?" And he makes a face. I swear to God, I could see on his face that he was like. Because I thought this would like fix some of the problems we've been having. <laughs> and I would take you out and we would have a good time and remember what it was like in the beginning of the relationship, before it began to erode, because of the many pieces of resentment that have arisen. And then he looked at me like, fuck you. Roughly 25 minutes into the hour. I got off stage and the security guard, okay? The security guard who had come there to be like, I'll take you back to your room afterwards. Uh, you know, you'll probably get mobbed. People wanted to hang out, take pictures, yeah. all that stuff. I got off stage and the security guard handed me a full bottle of water 
And he was like, I figured you need a water after that one. walking by being like, I fucking, my addiction has brought me here to feed others addiction. And they're looking like, great, compared, this guy looks he, looks, he looks sick for me. And then he was like, I'm gonna take you back to your room, but it wasn't like, no one's gonna talk to you. Nobody. Yeah, well, imagine, you know, imagine that Imagine march. that experience happening on a cruise. I know, well, this is... Where you have to nice. live with the yeah. people that saw that bomb fest for a week. And they can walk in. You gotta, every time you leave your room, you gotta put your hat down and kind of walk around and wonder if someone's gonna walk up and go, ouch, that looked tough. Yeah, because that's what they would say. You see, that's worse. That's I what I experienced. Awful march yeah. with this guy to my room quietly. Like, I fucked that up. And he's like, yeah, you did. Uh, I really felt for there. you up there. I really felt for you. And then yeah. I, get, I got in the, uh, I got in my room and I didn't leave. I was too sad. To leave the room. That's but, one night. But we were, about a, we were talking you about it. You did week. a week. A week. Yeah, I had to live with those people for a week and relive. What did one guy say about the audience? The magic that happened. What did he say that the guy said something? He was like, hey, you know, the audience wasn't into it, but neither was I or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that. Yeah, it, was, it was that tactless. Thanks for reminding me. I, uh... <laughs> But it hurt. You know, when I when I started comedy, I remember talking to this this uh, legend in comedy, and uh, I don't remember his name, but <laughs> but he gave great advice because like, do you ever just never? Do you ever get to the point where you can't eat it? There's no way you'll ever be able to eat it. You get so good, you just will never have a bad set. And he's like, no, you'll you'll always eat it. Um, you personally always eat it. No, he didn't say that. But he said, he said, he said, you'll always eat it. But it's like Russian roulette, and there's more chambers in the gun. But there's always going to be a bullet, and that's true. I've seen some great comics eat it. I talk. I mean, this is the thing. That it can I, happen. It can happen. We can move on. But I, I, in Detroit, in that casino, for reals, legitimately, I was like, okay, I got to quit stand up. This is what happens. Oh, you're just daydreaming. You're like, this career choice was a mistake. I, I it should have really, been a welder. A welder. I, but I considered it. I spoke with Kay for a while. I was yeah. like, you know, I get this is just it. It's like I'm, you know, I'm doing television. I can't do enough uh, stand up. I'm so I'm not. I've kind of lost it. I'm not good yeah. anymore. And I need to stop. So that's maybe this is my last show. That's how awful it yeah, was. Yeah, I can get pacing, being like, I'll never perform again. That's the way I'll do it. That's what I'll do. Never perform again. I am thirsty. And now, where's my bottle of water? And now for my final joke. Uh, let's move on to a section we like to call Tweedleize. It's just a working title. Uh, you don't. Uh, you a better name for it. This. Is We're looking for yeah. a better name. It's just, it's just a, uh, it's just a, a working title. Uh, some people like to call it Tweet Hat, Tweet Hat. No one wants to be retweeted. Other people like to call it. Some people have other Gosh, names for me. it. They call it uh, Blackbird so Tweeting in the Dead of Night. Tweet these broken wings and learn to fly. So, Cash, everybody's got different, you know. You tweeted a. Uh, tweet, child of mine. 
only one where the word tweet has fit correctly. <laughs> Imagine if there was a Pandora station that was just that. Falsetto, weird, where you never know when the, there will be lyrics that were vaguely associated with tweeting, or at least be like, oh, 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 Now, some people, and these are really like people that not know, I mean, just a few little I'm minority. No one has any other. No, there's a few people out there, just I a think, few. I think every, everyone's idea of what it could be called has been exhausted, I feel like. No, I think there's a few, there's a select few people that would like it to be called. Uh, uh, <laughs> Everybody's got a different name for it. But we like to call it Tweedalize. Cash, like, I mean, you kind of tweeted a working title. Uh, on 2715, I'm extra wary of people who have more than one Mr. Woodcock DVD in their house. <laughs> yeah, that's a bad sign, That is right, right on. Yeah, you know, if you see... I'm vaguely... It's a movie with... Is it Billy Bob Thornton? I don't know. What is it? Billy Bob Thornton. And it's a weird, like, comedy kind of... Is he a coach or something? There we go. This guy's one of my favorites also. They stand up here is the best. For a good portion of us, like, ask questions or making points, he'll be like... Yeah, man. Fuck yeah. Um, so I think that's right on. Then on 2-7, yeah. same day, you wrote, I haven't seen anyone all day. So I just put a do not. <laughs> I haven't seen anyone all day, so I just put a do disturb sign on my door. We'll see what happens. Nobody should. The next yeah. day, after those two yeah. tweets on seven, two eight fifteen, you wrote. It's the only thing you wrote on. Twenty three percent of my tweets are just thinly veiled cries for help. <laughs> First question, Cash. What is thinly veiled about the previous two tweets? You're expressing paranoia about Mr. Woodcock taking days in a house and putting a sign out hoping people would come and be like, housekeeping? <laughs> I mean, you are... But I, I, I only... Okay. In my I, life. I appreciate it, buddy. But I only tweet when I'm sad. If you're happy, you wouldn't tweet, right? No, Here's, okay. I don't here, here's, yeah. so here's, he didn't write again on yeah. two eight, not yeah. that day. Yeah. He, but he retweeted. He retweeted Sarah Joy, mini Sarah M I N E S A R A. Follow her on Twitter. She said the other seventy seven percent are blatant cries for help. <laughs> and then he retweeted Joanna G. Fofana Jana Joe. 
or whatever the fuck that is. He retweeted another person who wrote, 23% of me wonders if 100% of those tweets are actually cries for help. <laughs> the math doesn't even make sense of math. <laughs> the only thing that's clear is people are like, yeah, man. I mainly correspond with mathematicians. Then on the nine, Who failed out. Then on the nine, Oklahoma. He writes, you wrote, I'm interested in making a Faustian pact, but I haven't found the right counterpart yet. Hashtag bucket list. (laughs) Don't you want to make a Faustian pact with somebody? I mean, what is that? First. First of all, what the fuck are you talking about? First, yeah. Second, what is that? Faustian, it's like making a deal with with the devil, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't yeah. know what it means. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> it's weird for someone to be like, hey, what does that mean? And you're like, well, I mean, this is what it means, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what it means. It's a deal with yeah, the devil? Yeah, it's making a deal with the devil. Yeah, and you, you got to make at least one deal. You want to make one, uh, and I have made a Faustian pact. We'll talk yeah. about it on the next episode. Okay. Uh, I, if any yeah. listeners want to throw a cash, It's been a terrible words. experience. Terrible He's experience. Been having a tough time. Yeah, this. yeah. Every I mean, single... let me put it this way. He tweeted that on 2-9. Faustian project. Yeah. And he didn't tweet again until the 23rd of the same month. So he took, you know, a full 14 days off. Two weeks. And this is what he wrote. I scheduled two full hours today for worrying and self-loathing. But I don't think it's going to be sufficient. Which I'm retweeting right now. And then sadder still was two days later, the only thing he could bring himself to do on Twitter was retweet me saying, does making great art necessitate great suffering or is corn on the cob much better than corn off the cob? I mean, that's the one that really concerns me. Uh, you know, if I had my phone, I would do, I would do some of your tweets. We've got to move it along, though. We're going to... Um... I just want to do one uh, uh, central questions. I love you. One, I, I love you too, buddy. It's, it's good to see you again. Man. Reach out. It's been too long. It's been tough. <laughs> Reach out it's to been, all it's of been us. Tough. All, Guys, all the listeners. Seriously, it's been a really tough month. I'm Earlier you, today. I told him, I go, I'm slipping through the cracks. Today, things are really deep. falling apart. I'm like, I don't think deep. things could get worse right now. Anyway, we don't have time I, to get I, the We whole can't stuff. talk about it all, but earlier he looked at me with eyes of a man who was like, it's over, man. <laughs> I am fucked. <laughs> it's terrifying. It puts stress on a relationship. I want to do, do one tough. essential question before we go, before Let's we get to Masters. Essential question? Essentially, this is essential questions of human nature. I, this, I mean, which dance is lazier, the, the line dancing or the two-step? Because... <laughs> It seems like they're very lazy dancers. I think you're two-step because more often than not, you've got your drink and your two-step. That's a lot to work with. Only one guy got that. Just one. Everyone else was like, platonic ideal. What the fuck is, what does he mean? I think the two-step is like anti-centipede, you know? I mean... Do you know how hard the two-step is for a centipede? Logic on that. I, I just don't, you know how hard the two-step is for centipedes? <laughs> I don't. It's a Faustian pass. That's what it is. It's a Faustian pass. It's a Faustian pack that centipedes made. Hey, if it's true, it ain't bragging. 
And that's something my uh, great uncle Ken Olson said to me. Uh, and I'd like to say right now, he's been a great patriarch for the family, but that's something you can take home with you. If it's true, if what you're saying is true, it ain't bragging. Uh, is that a tiny opinion? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, here's, and then here's a question I have for you, an essential question. What is the best pun restaurant? What's the best name that's a pun for a restaurant? We passed a place today at the airport, at your Austin airport, you have a classic walk and roll. Okay? It's a great name. Double, it sounds like rock and roll. I like that part of it. But it's also the Chinese food, so they're in the walk, they're doing the walk thing, and then the roll, the sushi rolls, it makes sense, it's good, but buddy, we passed a place just today that said, Thai, comma, how are you? <laughs> That's pretty fucking good. They're saying, hey, we're Thai. That's what we are. How are you? How are you doing? We should all go there on a field trip. We well, should go there on a field trip. Ty, hello. How you been? What's better than Ty? How are you? Yeah, that's a good one. I can't even... I can't top that. You just, you Sushi! Stop. This is good food. <laughs> that's the best I could do with the time that I had and the resources that I am. So sorry. It's sushi shit. This is great food. <laughs> We gotta, we gotta shut I was going to do a Vietnamese thing, but I don't know how to pronounce that word. <laughs> We're going to close it down with maskers. Is there a session where you like to call maskers? Like 85% of superheroes, this is maskers. Yeah. Yeah, maskers. Yeah, it's going to... We're going to... I'm going to get through this. We're going to all laugh about it someday. Maskers. Do we have any mask, live maskers questions? Yeah, live so, maskers. So yeah. this, of course, is Ask the Masters. So you can ask us questions. We sort of have a mastery in everything. We're a jack of all trades. Actually, I want to read one first. I want to read just one first. Jimothy Diggs writes, uh, Flip-flops, Ugg boots, or waders? Which is the worst footwear for kicking someone to death in the streets? <laughs> oh, my God. That is hilarious. I love this. Because his first name, Jimothy. Yeah, Jimothy. Jimothy Diggs. On a previous episode, we had joked about how, you know, things were different back then. People used to, you know, they used to smoke cigarettes. You know, they had a big hole in their... Uh, in their in their neck yeah. and just breathe out of it. Things people didn't know any better back then. Things were different. People used to you know, kick people to death in the streets. We didn't know any better. It was a different time back then. But this guy it's took true. it seriously. Morality is relative to this guy took it seriously. Jimothy's like, uh, hey, flip flops, Uggs or Ugg boots or wait. What are Ugg boots? Ugg boots are like the boots with that have the furry insides and they they look like they look like your they look like a boot became a sheep. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I like the, they're the sheep version of a boot. I think that and sheep they are not. <laughs> you see the price tag on this. But I think that the type of foot you wear, wear that you wear, the type of footwear you have on your feet. No, the type of footwear you. The type of Woolworth that you wear with the hair on your feet. Right, it affects how combative you are. If you have like a steel toe on your boot, yeah, yeah, uh, you're yeah, combative. Yeah. It was right here in Texas. Someone goes, don't bring a knife to a gunfight, fuckface. <laughs> and that was at a salad bar. Uh, <laughs> but you wouldn't talk that way to someone if you were like wearing flip-flops. Hey, you can't effectively don't... storm out of a room if you're wearing flip-flops. Like, fuck you. 
right? It's a noise they make. It's very, it's very peaceful. Don't bring a sport to a spoon fight. That's an unfair advantage. We talked about this. I think a knife at a gunfight is pretty useful. I mean, I think the phrase should be like, don't bring a, a churro to a gunfight. Yeah, don't, don't bring a, a piece of a half fish tank. unfrozen cod. Yeah, don't bring <laughs> unfrozen cod to a fish fight. I think that'd be a better phrase. Don't, don't bring curtains and draperies to a gunfight. <laughs> don't bring a ladle don't to a gunfight. Don't bring a ladle to a gunfight unless that ladle is made from a gun, which you would do by putting That's a little right. handle from the barrel up. Really? It would be a yeah. tiny little vertical a gun, ladle. A gun is a ladle. You could turn that shit on your enemy yeah. and then go back to serving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's no doubt a gun is a ladle. Everything's a ladle. Uh, all humans are ladles. Uh, you're a ladle. If you just open your mouth and then your legs are the handle. Yeah. Or your arm. That's Look at this. Hold my arm. Yeah. Cash is a ladle. Everything's a ladle. Let's do a live Some things are terrible yeah. ladles. Yeah. This is a ladle if you put a freaking handle on it. So is this. This is a terrible ladle, but it's still a ladle. Put a handle on it, this is a ladle. We have a maskers here. Yeah, actually, we're in a covered ladle right now because I put a toothpick on the wall outside. Covered ladle. Hey, very, very small. You attach a anything, yeah. Would you rather be in a, on a 10 hour, hour plane uh, flight with uh, all lattices or. No. <laughs> I choose that. I won't do that. <laughs> Those are the two questions. That was what you waited to. It's eat. wake up from a nightmare, I'm sure. To a more terrifying real nightmare that is you having sexual intercourse with a dog he's, that is also Nancy Grace. He's sitting next to uh, he's sitting next to Dolphin Boy, and I, mean, I, would, I think it's contagious over there. He's like, I've got. I would do the. Um, I mean, what would you do? I would do the Gladyses. You don't have. I have yeah, a phobia. I, he has a phobia of people named Gladys. Because I don't, I don't uh, like to meet Gladyses. I'm terrified. It's of a them. rare phobia. I'm always afraid that I'll say, um, I'm Gladys to meet you. Like, I'm the gladdest person to meet you. It's it's horrifying, but I would have to suffer through that. Nobody, yeah, you didn't give me an option. If I woke up and I was, I, to be honest with you, if I woke up and I was having sex with a dog that was Nancy Grace, the only thing I'd do, the first thing I would do is go back to sleep. That's how terrifying that is. Do we, have, we have to go pretty soon, but do we have another one here? Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah, I play football, and I'm looking for a new face mask. Well, you can go kill yourself. Because this is called Maskers. It's Ask the Masters. It's not, a fucking, it's not about masks. It's anything to do with it. We couldn't call it Asters. That's insane. Askers is just, that doesn't make any sense, so it's called Maskers. We can't change it now. It's Ask the Masters. It's not about masks. Any other questions? If your closet can fit a commodity festival, is it too big? Yeah, I mean, we talk about this a lot. Folks, if your closet can fit a billboard with a magician who looks like a lawyer on it, and he's pointing at your face, and his finger is holding a hanger... And you have a giant shirt on that hanger. Your closet's too fucking big. Folks, if your closet 
It's big enough to house Dolphin Boy and let him do his thing. Your closet's too big. If your closet has a pedicab station... With multiple pedicabs going in and out. In the north? Only from one part of your closet to another part of your closet. Your closet's too big. Your closet's too big. Much too big. All right, any other questions? Anyone? One more. One more. One more. Yeah. Yes, sir. Keep Austin weird or through slow inaction, let Austin become less weird. Keep Austin weird or let Austin slowly become less weird. I think it's weird that they haven't stopped being so weird. Where does that leave them? Yeah, that's that was... Are you the oddity part of the festival? That's we found it's a true oddity. Rule number one, is this weird or not? Um, yeah, no, I think that's a great question. I think Austin should stay weird. Austin's an awesome place. We, it is a great awesome. place. It's an oasis in this desert of oil, and uh, it's an oasis in an oasis of racism. It's like a in the middle of all this. No racism. No racism. It's an oasis. We gotta end on that. Thanks, guys. Thank you for coming. Well, uh, please listen to the show. An oasis away from racist. It's Austin, Texas. Now leaving Nerdist.com.